You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Wednesday, February the 17th. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan, Lucas Smith. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. I last spoke to you guys on Monday, and it's been a, a cold couple of days. It's been really been a cold couple of weeks here in Missouri, recording from Columbia, Missouri. I'm a student at Mizzou, for those of you who don't know. Um, so it's been cold. I don't know if, if where you are at, it has been cold as well. But um, from what I've seen around the country, it's been extremely Extremely cold the uh, last couple of, uh, of weeks and last couple of days, specifically lots and lots of snow. Um, so hopefully uh, it starts to pass. It's been in the single digits the entire entirety of this week here in Columbia, and snow has you know come down as well. So hopefully we are exiting that part of the, the weather forecast. But the good news is pitchers and catchers get to report today, Wednesday. It's super exciting. Lord knows, who knows how what's going to happen uh, with, with the COVID nineteen pandemic still raging on, and um, you know, lock lockdown still might happen, quarantine still might happen, but we get this, a step in the right direction today. Saw Nolan Arenado's jersey um, posted by the Cardinals Instagram page. That's sweet to see that in the spring training down in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, I've been to a game in Jupiter in Florida. Um, Roger Dean Stadium. I think they share it with uh, Miami, if I'm not mistaken. Beautiful ballpark. Um, it was a fun experience down there a handful of years ago. Um, but so just exciting stuff. Good to see Yachty back. Went right back um, probably for one more year, but um, to today's episode is a mailbag. You guys sent in some really good questions, both on the Instagram and the uh, Twitter page, LO underscore Cardinals. If you guys have questions at any time, DM me uh, to either those pages or my personal page, LJ Fastball, or email the show lockedoncards at gmail.com. But we will go ahead and start with, with two questions from the Instagram page and then get into the Twitter replies as well. So once again, be sure to uh, send in those replies and... Now, also, one quick note, there was a show released yesterday at on MLB where I was the candidate on a quiz show, uh, tr- baseball trivia, but with uh, A.J. Andrews and Ethan Smith of Locked On Blue Jays and Locked On Pirates, respectively. So be sure to head over to Locked On MLB with Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, silly. Uh, it was really fun participating in that. Um, I am the defending champion because I was the champion of the Cooperstown quiz edition and who knows i might just be back to back but you're gonna have to listen to find out so let's get into these questions first one comes from at j p w i e l underscore baseball apologies don't know how to pronounce that um p wheel if i had to guess but says do you think 2022 is the year the cardinals can make a legit world series run if not if not when i think you know i think right after the Arenado trade a lot of us, including myself, jumped the gun and saying 2021 World Series contenders, and then the Dodgers go out and make a couple more moves, and the it kind of wore off a little bit. Um, when, you know, once the Arenado excitement, um, the Arenado excitement rather wore off a little bit, so expectations kind of sunk back into reality. 
But I do think that 2021 is not a year to be overlooked. You've got year one of Arnado in a new city. Uh, should be fun, exciting to see him. You've got Wainwright and Yachty one more year. You've got Edmund going into a full-time slot at second base as the Wong era comes to an end and the Edmund era starts. You've still got Goldschmidt maybe near the end of his prime, but you still got him in his prime, probably still going to produce. And you've got really exciting stuff on the bull, in the bullpen and in the starting rotation. You One would expect Jack Flaherty to come back uh, to form a little bit. You've got guys like Jordan Hicks going to come back. You've got guys like Adam, Alex Reyes, Hennessy uh, Cabrera that, that are going to be legit. Um, the outfield is really the biggest question mark for me because I think even with the question marks surrounding the, the pitching, you've got enough guys there to answer most of those questions. Yeah, outfield's a big question for me because you've probably got you – know, you can make an argument you've, you've got – Seven guys, six, seven guys arguing for those three spots. Bader, O'Neill, Carlson, Justin Williams, I think is going to get a shot at it. Um, Lane Thomas is a fifth guy as well. Um, so, that, so that's five right there. I'm, I'm sure if, if you dug a little deeper, you could find six or seven guys possibly. But um, five guys to fill a three-person outfield is busy enough. So don't, don't, look, don't overlook 2021 is all I'm saying. You've got a lot of good pieces in 2021 to make a playoff run. So I wouldn't overlook 2021 and just look to 2022. Uh, but, but that said, 2022 does look to be a year of, of promise for St. Louis. You'll have Arenado settling in. You'll have Flaherty settling in a little bit as well. You'll have money off the books with Carpenter's contract being up. Martinez's contract could be up. And Fowler's, um, whatever the Cardinals are paying the rest of that, I think it's $13.75 million is what they're paying uh, the remainder of that. So you've got that off the the books as well. So possibly making some some big signings. Maybe they go after Trevor Story to reunite them him with Arenado. If DeYoung doesn't work out in 2020, maybe, 2021, maybe the Cardinals go after a legitimate number two starting pitcher. Maybe they go after a legitimate outfield candidate. Who knows? So 2022, it, it, you know, you, you can make an argument definitely that it is a little bit more, um, makes a little more sense for that to be the year for St. Louis, if you will. But Again, I'm not overlooking 2021, but um, in, in terms of a legitimate World Series contender, it, so much can change between now and 2000 and 2020. Excuse me, 2000 and 2022. 2020 already happened. But um, yes, I, I do think 2022 could be a little bit more legitimate um, when, when you look at, okay, Wainwright Molina, those money, that money is also off the books. Um, not going to be paying those that, that contract after this year, assuming you know, assuming they don't resign. You'll have Kisner still under team-friendly contract as well. So 2022 could be a, a bit of a, a, a bigger year, if you will, for, for St. Louis for sure. So thanks for that question. Uh, at STL Cardinal Center said, who are your 2021 Cardinals boom and bust candidates? Uh, this is an interesting one, and I'll be honest, with schoolwork and everything, I haven't put too much research in it But um, in terms of analyticals, analytically speaking, but I will say that I think that you know a couple of obvious ones that jump out to me uh, as I look at the stats are Paul DeYoung, Harrison Bader. I think, it's, especially Bader, I think that this, this is going to be a make-or-break year for him. If the Cardinals are, are, are treading water and Bader's the weakest link in the outfield, maybe he gets traded if he's not a boom, um, if, if he's a bust. I, I wouldn't put Carlson as a boomer bust candidate just because it's his second year, first full year in the major leagues. If he underperforms, I, I mean, that, that's not too, cause, too much cause of concern for me. 
Um, obviously, I expect him to do big things, but if he doesn't, then I don't think that the, that's the end of the world for Dylan Carlson and, and his career in St. Louis. I definitely think DeYoung need, needs to pick it up. He, he's been in you know, a staple in the offense for a while now, but I just think he goes through stretches of not being able to hit very well. So, and I, I, I think that w- with the work ethic that he put into becoming a better fielder, I see no reason why uh, he doesn't do the same with, with being a better hitter as well, a better overall hitter. Uh, Tyler O'Neill is another one that, um, if he doesn't boom or bust, then I think the Cardinals, or if he doesn't boom and he does mediocre or he does bust and the Cardinals are going to get rid of him as well. Uh, I mean, they traded away Fowler to, to give the opportunity to the young guys, to the Tyler O'Neills, to the Lane Thomas, Harrison Bader. Uh, well, I guess he's going to start anyways, but Lane Thomas, Justin Williams, guys like that that are on the fringe. Dylan Carlson, obviously, as well. But th- they want to see what these young guys can do. So it, it, O'Neill and Bader and Thomas and Carlson are all have to look at this year. Maybe not Carlson, but I think Thomas, Bader, and O'Neill have to look at this as their make-or-break year. Um, and and if, if they break, then they're not going to be a Cardinal for too much longer, I wouldn't imagine. But we'll see how that goes. So thank you for those two questions on Instagram. They, they responded up to the Instagram story. Much appreciated there. Um, good questions. We also have a lot, of good, uh, a lot of good questions coming our way via the Twitter as well. And I will share those coming up in just a moment. But first, I've had a couple people reach out to say, how can I help the show? And you can help the show by supporting our sponsors. One of those sponsors is Built Bar. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. They have six new ones, and you all know my favorite is cookies and cream, but the six new flavors also include caramel, brownie, cherry, barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Just a few of the 12 original flavors include coconut, coconut almond, banana bread, mint, brownie, double, chocolate, orange, and toffee almond. They're all soft and easy to chew, and they're all covered 100% in that delicious chocolate. But just because they're covered in chocolate does not mean they are not healthy. Built Bar is incredibly healthy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Let's just take a look at a flavor profile for my favorite, cookies and cream. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and that incredible, impeccable Built Bar taste. Head over to BuiltBar.com right now, and you can enter the promo code Locked On to get 20% off your next order. That's right, 20%. It's no longer 10, it's up to 20, and while supplies last, you can get a free cooler with your purchase. Once again, use the promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. It's mid-February, and as I talked about, it is cold out there, having some car issues, don't go to the chain stores. They've got different price tiers and for professionals or do-it-yourselfers. Head over to rockauto.com because it's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can see all the parts available for your vehicle quickly and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. This is important. The prices that you prefer because prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. 
amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Baseball season is here, guys. I mean, pitchers and catchers report today. Camps are opening up. It's incredible. It's super exciting. Um, and there's a lot of in- intriguing prospects as well for St. Louis. Um, guys like Ivan Herrera, Matthew Librator, Dylan Carlson is still considered a prospect. So um, if you're giddy about the prospects, we've had a podcast for you, and we've had this man on our podcast before arm Layton of locked on mlb prospects he's a minor league play-by-play voice it's the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow from team focus farm system breakdowns he did the cardinals a couple weeks ago prospect rankings and interviews with some of the brightest and up-and-comers in the game locked on mlb prospects is the best way to stay plugged in on your favorite team Subscribe today where you get your podcast. Arm does a great job talking about prospects. So let's finish up the mailbag. Let, let's get to our uh, questions from Twitter as well. Um, Hunter at Hunter74429329 says, What are your opinions on Mike Schilt and his staff over the last few years? This year is without a doubt his most talented club, in my opinion. Do you think he and his staff have the ability to lead them to a division title or more? Schilt gets a lot of hate. I, I understand it. This is this is a tough job. Schilt gets a lot of hate. There are definitely some decisions you can question, without a doubt. 2019 NLDS, leaving Martinez in, Game 3 comes to mind. Not pinching Tyler O'Neill late in the season series, or maybe even postseason 2019 comes to mind. I get it. I'm not saying he's a perfect manager. But with the type of manager that he is, I believe he's going to get the best out of the group he has. I think 2019 and 2020 are great examples of that. I did a whole episode on how remarkable it was that this team made the postseason in 2020. With the COVID layoff, everything had to deal with COVID. But with the 17-day layoff, the I think it was 11 or 12 doubleheaders they had to play. That says a lot about the team, and it says a lot about who the team's leader is. I like Mike Schilt probably more than the, um, if you were to take a poll, probably more than the average Cardinal fan. That's fine. I just think that, again, a word I like to use a lot, the intangible, the intangibles of Mike Schilt having a lot of trust in his guys. We saw Dexter Fowler play really a lot better under Mike Schilt than he did under Mike Matheny. Same thing with Colton Wong you can make an argument for as well. I just think the relationship and the communication that Schilt has with his guys speaks volumes. You can say what you will about the staff. Mike Maddox I like a lot. Jeff Albert gets a lot of hate as well. Oliver Marmol, first base coach. Um, Stubby Clapp. Or, sorry, Stubby Clapp is first base coach and Pop Warner, third base coach. Jeff Albert specifically. This staff gets a lot of hate when they lose and they get a lot of praise when they win. Probably more hate when they lose. Which is fine. That's how this. That's how this business works. You're going to get more hate when you lose. But I trust this staff to bring at least a division title home. So Hunter, to answer your question, I think that this is one of his more talented teams on paper. I agree with that, and I do think that he and his staff have the ability to lead this team to a division title. I do. Perfect. No. Do I always agree with him? No. 
<laughs> this job is not about making people agree with you. So I think that Mike Schultz does a, a fine job. I really think that. Jay Will at Jay Will 2007 says, if you were the GM who was the one player you would sign trade for within reason, that would make us a true World Series contender this season. This is tough just because a lot of the guys um, that I that I would have gone for are off the table. Um, guys like Kyle Schwarber, Eddie Rosario, um, David Dahl a little while ago. I don't think David Dahl would be a, a big as um, a big a difference maker, but Michael Brantley as well. But when you're looking at who's left on the market, David Peralta is a guy that I think of, but I don't think the Cardinals are going to go that route. The route that I would go, though, is get an outfielder. Get a proven outfielder. I think David Peralta does that. Again, the, 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 the trade package would have to be just right. But I do think having... Because in my opinion, you have a question mark surrounding every single one of your outfielders right now, as, uh, if you're the Cardinals. I get it. Bader gets a lot of hate. I think he's overhated. Bottom line, Bader's a question mark still. Elite defender, yes. Speed out the wazoo. But there's still a lot of question marks. And I, even if you're a big Bader fan, I think you got to agree that he's got some question marks and he's got to prove it this year. Got to put it all together. Can't go for a stretch of four or five games and call it good. Same thing with O'Neal. Carlson's a wild card. So I'm going after an outfielder. I'm trying to get a package for da- for David Peralta out of Arizona, and I think I think that that's well within reason. If I had to pick a free agent, I might lean towards putting that money towards a starting pitcher, maybe. But also, you know, maybe we'll we'll try Carlos Martinez one more time in the fifth spot and see how he does. But I'm going to pick one guy, and I'm going to go David Peralta from Arizona, outfielder, started in the Cardinal system a long time ago. I think he would help this team a lot because he would. It would elevate that outfield. Put him in left field. Um, maybe you platoon Carlson and O'Neill, Carlson and Bader, who knows. But I think that David Peralta would help a lot. One more question to, to finish it up, and this is kind of a fun question. Uh, Sean at VDV Sean says, uh, do you believe Albert Pujols will retire as a Cardinal? Sign a one-day deal when he is ready to retire. I also believe he deserves to have his number retired, but that's just me. Sean, I'd be shocked. I would be shocked if Albert Pujols didn't have his number retired. I'd be surprised if he didn't have an, a statue. There's a you know fun idea from Ben Fredrickson a while ago on a Danny Mac podcast, I believe, talking about bringing him back to DH in 2022 if the NL has a DH and you know get a couple more milestones in St. Louis. But I think a one day or uh, you know ten day contract, whatever they do in the, in the major leagues, will be fun for Albert. Do I think it'll happen? I don't know. I think it'd be really fun. Um, but I just don't know if, if Albert is going to do that. I don't know if Albert's going to call it quits after 2021 either. I mean, we saw with Yachty that he, you know, these guys want to play one more year because they feel like they lost out on 2020, which is a fair, you know, fair feeling to have. But uh, I love that idea, Sean. I think that he should retire as a Cardinal. I mean, for, for as many milestones as he's clips, clipped with with L.A., um, I think he got five and 600 home runs with L.A., tying and surpassing Willie Mays for the home runs. I think he broke a couple RBI records as well in L.A., in LA career-wise. I mean, he's always going to be a Cardinal. I don't think there's any denying that. I don't, I mean, 
that 10-year run that he did in St. Louis speaks for itself of just how good he was. And I'm not going to get into whether or not they should have re-signed him. By the way, benefit of hindsight, they shouldn't have, especially with that kind of money, but that's a different debate. But yes, Sean, I would love to see him retire as a Cardinal. I think that'd be awesome. But um, So I appreciate all the questions. I appreciate um, the interaction as well uh, on social media of all kinds. So keep it up. You guys are great. Um, and I was in the top 10 again last week uh, of listeners among the MLB Network on Locked On. So really appreciate it. You guys rock. You guys allow me to do it. You guys allow me to do this. You guys allow me to, to do what I love. So I really appreciate it. I also wanted to apologize for the audio quality on Monday's show. After I posted it, I realized that I had the wrong input source selected. So um, so I apologize for that. But that will do it for me today. Be looking out for another episode coming out on Friday. Again, always open on the social media channels, LO underscore Cardinals and LJ Fastball on Twitter for questions. LockedOnCards at gmail.com works as well. This has been your mailbag episode. Thanks, guys, for listening. Stay safe, stay well, have a great day.